What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to the 288th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on, man? Oh, what's going on? I got some cord management issues over here I'm trying to resolve. Oh, I see that. Jeez. You completely froze yourself. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And lost the camera. Did I? Uh, I think yeah. that's part of my cord management. <laughs> nice. Well, how are you guys all doing? Oh, sound. Beautiful. There you go. There's the sound. You take a week off and uh, you forget how to do things. Yeah. Um, What's up, everybody? Wink had decided he needed to mess with some cords and unplugged his camera. So we're waiting to get that back and then we'll be good. But how are you guys doing? How are you doing out there? Uh, no... Although I could read your lips. You know what? When I do the intro, when I popped in for the intro, I'm sure you could all hear the intro in my my voice in your head. Just throw in, you know, the latest episode number into it, and then you got what I was going to say. Pretty much. That's the way it works. Pretty much the same every single week. Um, How you doing? Oh, (coughs) doing pretty well. Am I back? Completely screwing up your camera the second we start the podcast. Am I back? No. No, you're not back. <laughs> now? There you're back. There All we right. go. All right, we Let's figured start. it out. Sorry about that, guys. Um, dude, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. Um it's been quite the busy week, busy and exciting week, but um had my birthday this week and uh few minor festivities got festivities tomorrow which i'm excited about we are doing have you ever done one of those uh bike bars i have never done one but i've seen them and they look super cool that's um, the one where you drink and you pedal and it moves the bike yes yeah so we're going to do and that the driver literally tomorrow. has to do nothing but drive pretty thing. much yeah so you have i guess you have like a tour guide they take you around the city or whatever um we're doing in oklahoma city which is kind of our closest big city but you get to take uh, an ice chest. So we're taking an ice chest full of stuff because they don't actually serve stuff. You bring your own beer. So you're not spending a crazy amount of money on alcohol, obviously. Um, so we made some jello shots, making some margaritas, taking some beer, and going to get spicy tomorrow night. I'm pretty pumped, dude. Sounds so like fun. do they. All the ones that I've seen do uh, like a, beer, a pub crawl. Yeah. When you do it. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you get to drink in between them, and then you go in and have a few drinks, go to the next one. Yep. 
That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So that'll be fun. Um, so who's who's watching the kid? Uh, Where's the kid going? No, no, God no. <laughs> uh, the wife's parents are going to watch the baby. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Um, Probably still too early to get her uh, into that. Yes, yeah, by a lot. <laughs> How's your week been? Anything exciting? Um, no, it's been bad mostly <laughs> honestly <coughs> if you hear me i'm gonna try my best to mute whenever i feel that tickle in my throat but yeah, we... i have been sick the last three days so um my week's been a lot of laying on the couch actually i got this is how it always happens and i guess it's good because i don't have to call out of work but wednesday morning i got sick and wednesday morning is basically my friday night so i got sick Oh. The day I got off of work for the week, and I've been sick all my days off so far. That sucks. That's terrible. So the odds are I'll probably be better on Sunday morning because I have work Sunday night. And then I've spent my entire four-day weekend um, sick on the couch and yeah. uh, terrible. happy. At least moderately relaxing. Uh, I'm kind of with you, though. I got allergy stuff going on, so if I sneeze or I have to stop and blow my nose... It's just, man, allergies around here are killing me right now. It's brutal. Um, Can you imagine yawns, sneezes, and coughs all in one podcast? It's crazy. All are Terrible. Love it. All right, so I got a question for you. We've both recently had a birthday. Mine was this past Monday. Yours was the previous uh, Saturday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get anything exciting for your birthday? Um, I got some cool stuff i got two new lego sets oh let me show you Ooh. check this out star wars hell yeah yeah now we're talking i already i finished this one right it's my uh mandalorian right. helmet i like it the best car mando i got it up there with my tie fighter pilot and i also got the imperial light cruiser which is like kind of like a mini star destroyer uh, it was the one from the final finale of Mandalorian season two, you know, where they're fighting Moff Gideon and Luke oh, yeah. shows up. Nice. Yeah, that, That's pretty cool. That, it's Have you massive, put it together man. yet? I don't know. Uh, I was going to start that today, but then I decided that I would rather lay on the couch. Actually, I, I, did, I did go out of the house today. I didn't go out Wednesday or Thursday. I went out today. Nice. Well, look but at you. Uh, I bought myself a present on Star Wars Day, actually. Um I was just cruising Amazon because I know Amazon had some crazy sales for um, Star Wars. I didn't even think about that. Dude, I found a limited edition Citizen Echo Drive Star Wars watch. And it's the watch was 46% off. Nice. For a Citizen Echo Drive. And uh, not to mention, it had. The face of it is, uh, is, it looks like, you know, in the, gosh, what is that stuff? The carbonite chamber on Cloud City? Yeah. How it's all black with the, the orange lines in the circle yep. around the chamber? Yeah, so it's a carbonite chamber around the watch face with a, a, blue, and a blue and a red lightsaber on the sides to okay. signify, you know, how you, You're uh, going to have to post a picture of that bad boy out on the Twitter or something. That sounds pretty cool. Or it Discord. is legit, and I guess there were nice. only nineteen hundred and eighty of them made in when they made huh. them. So no kidding. Well, cool. Yeah, I can't wait to check that out. That sounds pretty legit. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. 
Hell yeah. It's I, crazy uh, because they those batteries, right? The Echo Drive. I don't know anything off, about them. So they run light off... Light or something? Light. Yeah, they run off light. And a full charge will last up to nine months. And that's if you never took it outside again and for that's, those nine months. That's So basically cool. the thing just never dies. It's amazing. Yeah, that's impressive. Which, I can't tell you how many watches I have in my nightstand that I just never put a new battery in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so not a watch guy. For me. I just, I hate having stuff on my wrist. Just gets in the way. It drives me crazy. But, yeah. um, so for my birthday this past weekend, uh, the sultry female took me out for a massage and a float. Uh, we went and did that together. That was pretty amazing. It was a 60 minute float and a 60 minute massage. God, I felt like an entirely new human. Like, it was like somebody had just given me a new, like, freshly charged body. Oh, it was so great. Absolutely amazing. Um, I didn't tell you. I can only imagine, first off, how good that was. Because when we were on our cruise in January, we actually went down to the spa on the cruise ship. And me and my wife both got to two-hour... A two-hour couples massage, which yeah. was the first massage I've ever actually had. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Not to, I'll Ooh. tell you what. Massages the, uh, are incredible. The massage, my massage artist or whatever, what, massage therapist, whoever, whatever you call them. She I was actually kind of masseuse. Perfect. There you go. Uh, she was actually, I feel like the second half of the massage, I didn't get my money's worth. Mostly because I literally fell asleep through the entire thing. That's not good. Yeah. It is relaxing. Once she was done, she like rings this bell and I woke up and I'm like, when did I fall asleep? Yeah. Oh my God. It's easy to, depending on what type of massage they're doing. This girl that gave me my massage, she was like taking her forearm and like going into my shoulder blades because like my shoulders get so tight. Oh mm-hmm. man, I was I was squealing like a pig. There was no going to sleep, but God, it felt good. <laughs> Holy cow, it was unreal. This this lady thanked me for not having to go to the gym that day. Nice. After she finished mine. Nice. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's 39 years of uh, knots. You got to work out there in yeah. two hours. Oh yeah. So no that, joke. Enjoy. No, nice. that's awesome. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good gift for your birthday, I would say. Because I, after we finished the one, we wanted to go do another one the next day. We just never set oh, it yeah. up because in our head it was like, do we want to pay for it though? Yeah, it's expensive, but it's so worth it. I love it's worth every penny. Oh yeah, I felt crazy good the next couple days. So, all right, I got a super important question for you. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. So, what's on the table for tonight? Um, you mean as far as drinking? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Um, I'm drinking this. I don't know if you can read it. It's called the Joy Bus Wow Wheat. It is from Four Peaks brewing company here in phoenix nice and uh it is like a orange lemon zesty wheat beer it's freaking delicious very nice 
Problem is I only had two left, so I had to throw in uh, a couple of Firestone 805s, which is, I call it a fancier version of the light beer. You've so, had that before on the show, I believe. I have. I love it. Yeah. Um, I am drinking two entirely new beers, also from a local brewery in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, it's 405 Brewery. Uh, these are both kind of interesting beers that kind of caught my eye. I was like, eh, I'll try it. So this one is called the Yaz Please. It is, uh, let's see, it is a pink lemonade seltzer. Um, nice. I generally like pink lemonade, so I was like, can't be too bad. It's actually insanely good. It is delicious. I'm actually, I'm pretty impressed. By far the best seltzer I've ever had. It's not even remotely close. Isn't it funny how, like, seltzer has just exploded in the last four or five years. It is weird. It's just like seltzer was a thing that you added to drinks to make them good. And then suddenly everyone's like, what if we just made alcoholic seltzer and added fruits to them? Basically. Yeah. And it was like, that is a genius idea. Yeah, pretty much. It it works. And yeah. So if you, if you ever see the four Oh five brewery, uh, highly recommend the pink lemonade one. Uh, the nice. other one is called the Bromosa. All right. Here we go. Bromosa? It last is. Time someone played a, someone, last time someone made a play on words with mimosa. No. Is that what that. What's the one that we were sent? The oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Mangria. Okay. Never the mind. Mangria. Yes. Them. Yes. Yes. Mimosa. Yes. All right. So. Let's see if this is similar. Yes, that that's actually what came to mind too was the mangria whenever I saw this. But this is described as a pastry tart with tangerines and marshmallows. Tangerines and marshmallows. So, so it's like a creamy type thing. I where I'm about to find out. Nice, because I really have no idea what to expect with this one. I expected the pink lemonade seltzer was going to be delicious. Totally right. This one. A little skeptical, no so let's find out. <laughs> well, judging by your face, you're still confused. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to think. Going in for a second. It's pretty good. <laughs> you look so confused. It's ta- I, I taste the tangerine. I get... Mm-hmm. I don't really get any marshmallow taste, and I don't know what they mean by pastry tart. I'm not a pastry guy either, though, so that could be it. That's you pretty like good, though. I actually Pop-tarts? like it. The what? When I hear pastry tart, I think of Pop-Tarts. That's kind of what I thought, too, but I wasn't sure if that's what they were going for. I could kind of see a little bit of a Pop-Tart taste in it with tangerines. Yeah, kind of. Um it's pretty good. I would say it's like on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it like a, I'd say a 6. It's a little above average. The pink lemonade, well, it's just not below. I would say like 7.5 to 8 maybe. Like nice. pretty pretty solid. So. Not oh. too shabby. Alrighty. Alright, so next thing we have going on here is we're going to do a couple different uh, categories kind of on topics, entertainment, sport, and then kind of an open discussion type thing. We each have a few different things to talk about. Sports topic will kind of just be one thing. Um, 
we're not really going to have separate topics there, uh, but we will on the entertainment and the open. So, uh, entertainment first up, dude. What is your topic? Uh, before I get into that, I just want to mention, I was going to say this at the beginning and I didn't, but it kind of fits here. I went and saw, uh, the new Dr. Strange movie today. Ooh. So how was it? have interest in that, I'd say go see it. it was I like Dr. Strange. Awesome. Uh, Cumberbatch, really good actor. Big fan. Uh, he's, oh, he's he so good. He plays that role so freaking good. It, I the, like that guy. They've been setting up the multiverse so well with like the... Scarlet Witch show, the What If cartoon that they did, um, Spider Man, like basically everything was setting up this multiverse movie, and it was freaking awesome. So I really liked it. I don't think that uh, I think I still like No Way Home better, but uh, there was a lot of things in this movie that it you. If you are one that watches rumors for Marvel stuff, um, you'll be I'm interested still behind to see what on the was Marvel movies. I have not kept it? up really at all. I still haven't seen. So no you haven't Way seen Home. No Way Home, dude. That's my no. favorite Marvel movie ever. Right is it now. okay? I liked it better than Endgame, and Endgame is amazing. Yeah, in Endgame was good. I, uh, Iron Man's probably my favorite. Well, I told but. someone that today that. Uh, I like No Way Home was my favorite movie, and jeez, they were. Okay. They, it's basically a fan service movie, and I heard that, and I'm like, okay, I can see that, but I, I'm a fan, yeah. and they service <laughs> me, so I like That's it. That's totally fair, right? Interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to check that out then. Um, cool. Yeah, go. I'd say uh, watch No Way Home and then check that movie out. You'll won't regret it. Will do. Um, but my topic, because I always have this conversation oh, sorry. with people. Real quick. Have you seen the Adam Project? I have not. I've seen the previews. That's the one That's... with Ron Reynolds and his self yes. as a kid. Yes. That's yeah. the most recent movie that we've watched. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. probably the only movie I've watched all year. We don't watch a lot of movies. Highly right. recommended, though. Really good. Um, oh, no. Nice. No, we saw another Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh <laughs> The computer simulation movie, uh, Free Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, still haven't seen that one, but everyone tells me it's amazing. It's pretty clever. I like it. It's, it's nice. good. It's good. He's, had, he's come out with so many movies this year. It's he's, yeah, he's he's a fantastic actor. I, I really like Ryan Reynolds. He's great. Oh, I've seen all the memes that are like, if your wife asked you who, if your wife asked you what male you had a crush on, who would you say? And then it always cuts off with the the wife going, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's who they would say. Duh. Well, and it's and, always what makes me laugh because I'm right about to answer the question being asked. And yep. the, and then someone just tells me what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's that's the way it works. And <laughs> it's like if if I want to see a Ryan Reynolds movie, I don't. I'm like, I go I go to her and I'm like, so I think about watching this new movie you want to watch it with me she's like well what's it about i'm like ryan reynolds is in it she's like oh that sounds great i'm like yeah, okay, who's perfect. in it <laughs> jason Momoa. oh yeah totally ryan reynolds. yeah exactly yeah. The there's a list actor. of those certain people it's like it's so easy to talk them into the movies so yes exactly i know i you know tom hardy's in it oh okay sign me up yeah. all right so what you got all right so uh, I wrote down a good chunk of ones that I could actually remember for this topic when I wrote it down, but I know I have more. 
So I'm curious to see if you can come up with any off the top of your head. But my entertainment topic is favorite shows that were canceled too early. I know I have one answer to this, like Mm -hmm. right off the top of my head, and it's not on your list. I'm going to go ahead and say it before we get into all of yours, Mm -hmm. because I'm pretty sure I'm only going to have one. The answer is Fringe. You know what? When you said there's one, and I think we... I, We've I think probably I talked about this before. I think we yeah. may have. I love that show. It was like a more sci-fi techie <laughs> version of the X-Files with like kind of time travel and just all sorts of weird stuff. And Fringe was freaking awesome. Like if, if you're into that sort of stuff, you would love it. Um, so hi- highly recommend that. And it went on for a few seasons, but it did get to the point that they it was kind of like game of thrones like it, it was, was a great show that was running along but they decided they wanted to end it and they didn't take the time to end it the way the show deserved to be ended which was kind of frustrating but it wasn't like a terrible ending but they could have done done it better did you watch lost <laughs> no i have not uh, but I have heard that it is very similar in the way that I was going to say. I was going to. I only asked because Lost and Fringe, Fringe was the show that J.J. Abrams made after Lost ended. Both of oh, them are J.J. Right. Yeah, yeah, Abrams yeah. shows. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just trying to decide like if that's J.J. Abrams' thing by leaving us all with bad endings of things. Yeah, bad so, endings or just basically like amazing shows original that storylines. <laughs> it's like movies. Oh yeah, for, yeah. for sure on that one. <laughs> Star um, Wars, obviously. Yeah, Fringe. I can definitely see. I got you know what? Before I go, I'm not going to start at the beginning of my list. I'm going to start near the bottom then because this okay. was also a J.J. Abrams show, and it was called Alcatraz. Yeah, that was a good show too. I Dude, it was so good. And it then was like, fun. It and ended, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that anymore." So it wasn't like. It didn't get an ending, period. It was just All right, never came ended, back on. And it's gone. Um, and, it, like, it wasn't the best show ever, but it was kind of intriguing. And I also found it kind of cool because, uh, I can't remember what it was, 2011, 2012, uh, my dad and I went out to San Francisco uh, because the Packers were playing 49ers out there. I'm a Packers fan. He's a 49ers fan. So we went out there for vacation uh, for Oh, like four or five days or something. But we actually went out to Alcatraz. And it was really cool. And you know, I think not too long after that's whenever the show came out. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And you kind of remember kind of seeing these places. So I thought that was kind of fun, the kind nice. of connection there. But uh, that that was a pretty interesting show. It would have been cool to kind of see where it ended up going. But yeah, it just kind of just, just got killed for whatever reason. They're like... This one's not performing, JJ. Sorry. Yeah. And oh, and I can see why. Like, well, let's see. The year was the this came out in 14 2012. 12? So, okay. A little bit you know, this is before the era of Netflix stepping in and saving right. everything. Yeah, no joke. Because I guarantee Netflix would have jumped at a AJ Abrams show. AJ yeah. JJ Abrams. Um, um but yeah, Alcatraz, I don't think, deserved necessarily more fan affair. But if you were into the show, it was just a bummer the way it ended. Just 
It's it was one of those shows where you look at other shows that were on at the time and you think to yourself, how who is watching that? That's that's that a good point. This got canceled. Yeah. Like totally agree. Um, here's three of them that I I all bl- I blame HBO for all three of them okay. uh, because they were all HBO shows. Deadwood was okay. amazing western show had three seasons and then it just abruptly stopped the best part about deadwood is that about four years ago they um made a deadwood movie and that deadwood movie kind of finished off those the storyline of the there was another tv show that they did that with um um they made a movie about jesse from breaking bad breaking bad no, um, I mean, similar to that, that's not the one I was thinking of. There was another big show that they did that with. I've noticed that's kind of become a thing a few times, and it's like the movie just never lands. Yeah, well, the the Deadwood one was good. Was the it? Okay. Jesse movie for Breaking Bad, I mean, it was okay, I guess. Ooh. So, but the... uh, Jack Daniels in chat mentions, and I'm surprised that you didn't have this show on there. I never I've never seen it. it. It's okay. on every list I lo- so I've ever looked up. My old roommate, like she was obsessed with this movie. So I-, I had seen a couple episodes with her. This, like, years and years ago. Um, but Firefly. Like, if you were into Firefly, you were into Firefly. And the concept seemed really cool. It seemed like a really good show. Uh, kind of Star Trekky in a way. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently there's a movie connected to it called Serenity, which I was completely unaware of. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. I have to keep that in mind. Um, the, the the craziest part to me about that show that I've not watched it is Nathan Fillion is one of my favorite actors, and he was the main guy in that show. And I've just never gone back and watched it. Okay, but that like if you look up uh, shows that were canceled too early. Like lists on the internet, Firefly is on every one of them. It's always like top three. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Keeping on the HBO shows, Deadwood, uh, Rome. I don't know if you watched Rome. Maybe nope. just, never heard of it. Uh, so basically, it was just a show about a uh, set in the time frame of the Romans. It was really yeah. good. I think love of, Roman history. Think of the, if Spartacus, before Spartacus came out, did you watch Spartacus, the series? No. Oh my God. That show is freaking amazing. That one also ended too early. Spartacus, but the, the, there were three seasons of it and the original Spartacus died after the first season, meaning the actor died. So. Oh, weird. It was kind of hard for them, but before Spartacus was Rome and Rome was really good. I think it only had two seasons and it got canceled. Okay. And then more recently, I think about two or three years ago, The Watchmen, which is a... That was... I remember was, hearing a lot of hype about that. Uh, oh. I think partially from you. I think there was a decent <laughs> amount of that from you. But um, I'd heard from a few other people that show was pretty good. I didn't even realize it was canceled. I assumed it was still going. But was, I was this so also kind of like was. an... Obs- like a quick ending where they didn't finish the show or did, was it meant to be like kind of a mini series that ended quickly? So originally I think it was meant to go longer than a season. And then what they did was 
the season-long storyline, they were able to finish it. And they had a little five to ten minute thing after that ended that set up the next season. That's never going to happen. So oh, you got closure the on the main storyline. but Gotcha. But then you got a teaser for a storyline that never happened. But the Ninja Turtles beat... Let's say the Ninja Turtles beat Shredder in season okay. one. And then they show Krang to end the season. And you're like, who the hell is that guy? Are they going to fight him next season? You're like, oh, nice, well, you'll never nice. know. So, huh, interesting. No. It All was right. so good. Only get one season two. The cast was amazing. I love that show. Another one, Heroes. I don't know if you watched Heroes. I, I saw don't know like that one this episode was... could really get into it. I don't know that this was can- canceled early. I think that it wasn't... They weren't told they needed to end it fast enough. So... But what I well, mean this by was that a is huge show got, there for a while. It oh, was on ABC, I think, and it was like in the primetime slot. So this this is even a show spin-offs. that was humongous. Mm-hmm. You said it got spinoffs? It even had a, a spinoff show. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know that. Um, but six seasons it had, and then it, I think it was six seasons it got can- then it got canceled. And the problem with it getting canceled was there was no ending, right? Ah, Nothing not got closed. And the reason See, they got canceled is because it went so long that people got right. disinterested in it because the stories got so muddled. You were just like, okay, well, it ended. I uh, okay. Um, I don't. So I put that, the ears on there just. I, I can kind of see see that happening. That makes sense. That's about the only one on the list where I'm like, I wish it were shorter, so we would have got more closure. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and the last one I have is Agent Carter. Did you like the? I'm yeah, familiar Marvel. with Agent Carter, like the kind of a little <coughs> bit of the history, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there was 14, no, 18 episodes of Agent Carter. Really? In two seasons. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize there was that much. I and remember. If you don't know I'd who Agent watched... Carter is, that's Peggy Carter, uh, Captain America's love interest. Yes. Um, the whole thing was set in the 40s and 50s, and. The cinematography, the you know, the way they made the whole thing look was just freaking amazing. I loved it. Yeah, but yeah, it looked it looked it looked fascinating. But I just I got so burned out on the Marvel thing. Like, there's just too much of it. I just I can't keep up. So I never watched. Well, any Marvel thing on ABC ended up getting in trouble anyway. And Carter was one of the major things for that. Gotcha. Cool. Well, that pretty much sums up your list. Um, I'm going to go into a slight change, and I'm going to talk about shows that I'm kind of excited about that are coming or shows I'm currently watching. Um, I'll kind of dive first into the currently watching or watched. Um, Have you seen Flight Attendant? I have not seen it. Actually, my wife was... uh... My wife watched two episodes of it last night, and I didn't even know what okay. it was, but I was sitting in there watching it with her. So, it's okay. It's fine. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of it's kind of dumb humor, but not like haha humor. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's kind of like murder mystery type thing with Kaylee Cuoco. I was about to say, um, the best part of it is Kaylee Cuoco. Yes, by far. Um <laughs> It's a mediocre show, but 
we don't really have anything else that we're watching because we finished Ozark. Have you? You too. Yeah. What? Man. Uh, Josh, I really want to talk about the ending. Uh, okay. How so... about we say this? If you are listening to this, skip ahead. I don't have my phone or I would set like a five minute timer. But I want um... to talk about the ending of that. Let let's finish through the list, and then we'll talk about the ending of it before we go on to the next topic. All right, I like it. Okay, um, and then I have three shows that I am so excited about that are starting very soon. I'm pretty pumped. All right, one we've already talked about it on this podcast, Kenobi. I know you're excited. I'm excited. We're all excited. Did you see the new trailer on uh, Wednesday? Didn't know on there was Star a new trailer. Day? Really? Star Wars Day, man. Ooh. Dude. Have to look. The ending of the trailer, you're going to uh you're gonna get some feels. Interesting. Alright. I'll have to go check it out. Um All I can say, and it's not gonna ruin anything for me to say this. All I can say is that my favorite thing in all of Star Wars and the reason that I like episode three is my favorite Star Wars movie. The fact that uh Lightsaber Battle? Might be one coming. Ooh, Makes ooh. me very happy. That's so. exciting. That sounds like fun. Okay. Yeah, you need to watch that so, trailer. You're going to be like, ooh. I will have to watch that trailer. And there's another trailer I need to watch that came out recently. And that is for The House of Dragon. That is the... Game of is Thrones. Is that Game of Thrones? It is. Wait, I thought that we t- decided that was canceled. Is it still going? It- there is, in fact, a trailer out there, and I have not watched it yet. But that's crazy! I can't wait to watch it. I'm pretty pumped. Is it I, a prequel type thing? Is yes. it about the uh, yes. Targaryens back in the day or something? Yes. Um, I'm not exactly sure how far before, but yes, it is a prequel for sure. And so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. It looks looks like fun. I think it starts in August. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, that's kind of a fun world just because of the ruthlessness of it. Like just, Mm -hmm. you never know whose head's coming off next. And yeah, so I'm pretty pumped for them to kind of get a restart on that style storytelling. I'm hoping they kind of keep that because that's kind of what the issue they screwed up with in the final season was they kind of rushed things too much and they lost some of the political intrigue that it had and so i'm excited about that all of that stuff kind of restarting so hopefully hopefully it's really good i'm i'm excited for it though but if you i got some i got to recommend okay. two recommendations for you if you're looking to uh have that same type of feeling again before that comes out um two shows same time period same some of them have the same people even um, but that would be a show I just finished called The Last Kingdom. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. So it's about, uh, not England really, because it wasn't England yet, but it was like the area around England when the, uh, Vikings invade and the whole show's about the Saxons fighting off the Vikings, trying to keep okay. their land. And trying to make packs with each other or hiring Vikings to fight Vikings. And, like, 
It's very Game of Thrones-ish. Okay. And it's very good. And then the opposite side of that, the other recommendation is the show Vikings, which takes the exact I have heard that's a really side. good show. Yeah. Takes the exact opposite side of the Last Kingdom, where you're following the Vikings who are fighting the Saxons, and you're getting it from the Sax or the Vikings side. So you got one that shows the Saxon side, and then you have one that shows the Viking side, and they're both so freaking good. Interesting. Are are they meant to be like that? Like they're not related in any way. Like okay, as far as like who writes them and stuff. But gotcha. it, I just thought it was kind of cool because. The first season of Vikings and, you know, the entire series of Last Kingdom, the main character is the same character. So, oh, it's crazy. Okay. Pretty interesting. I, I didn't know that. So, the final show I'm excited about, and I am probably most excited about this. Have mm. you seen this show at all? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm okay. excited for this, it, for sure. It's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It is called The Boys. If you have not seen it, you absolutely must. It is it it's the best superhero TV show that there is because <laughs> of the just unbelievably it, it's just insanely vulgar and politically incorrect. It's just it's it's so good. It's so imagine so, so if good. superheroes were normal people. That's pretty much the way I look. No, at no, 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 not no, even no. normal, it, but no, like no, no, no. <laughs> imagine if superheroes were terrible people. Yes, that's that's more so on the it, on the nose. It's so good. It's yeah, I'm a big fan. It is. I cannot wait for the new season. Yeah, it's great. You know, um, when I watched the first few. This is in the first 10 minutes of the show, so it's not a spoiler if you haven't seen it. But the second that somebody explodes, their body just melts into about a thousand pieces because someone runs through them in the first 10 minutes of the show. I was like, yeah, okay, that's what this show's about. That was disgusting. And yeah, and it's, (laughs) I, I mean, the way one of my favorite parts of the show, the whole show is the whale with the boat. (laughs) <laughs> season two <laughs> like oh, freaking geez. deep standing on the yes. whale with his hand out like stop and they're like we're going through it <laughs> oh god oh it's so there's it's, so many good parts of that homelander standing it's on the great. roof okay his, so mind. that scene that scene right there before i watched that episode one of my friends he texted me he's like i'm excited for you to watch the new episode because um, because you as a parent is in that episode. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't get it. And then I started watching the episode and that scene came up on the roof. <laughs> and I, I like died laughing because I immediately knew that's what my friend was talking about. It was, yeah, it's, I, I guess you'd probably have to, I guess, kind of know me in real life to kind of understand why that's funny. But yeah, it was, um, <laughs> It was insanely hilarious. But yeah, that God, that is such a good show. It's fabulous. It might I be agree. the best show on TV right now. Like that's that's actively going. Um, it's probably my favorite TV show. It's it's just so good. That's your can't miss up or TV show? One hundred percent. It's just it's so different than anything. There's nothing else that's even remotely like it. It's so outside of the box and 
I guess just because of the type of superheroes, they're all basically just terrible people and the vulgarity. <laughs> and so you get like the bloodshed of um, like Game of Thrones with the vulgarness of I, I, I don't I, I don't even know how to describe it. Just go watch it. Do not watch yes. it with your children. No <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah, keep, that's a key. Wait till the kids go there. to bed and then watch the show. But watch it yeah good stuff okay netflix you can stop doing that all right what's i opened netflix in my uh in my browser and then of course it starts a trailer i was trying to look through my recently watched because i'm trying to think of all the shows i've been watching so we're gonna have to make new sounders because i don't even know what sounders to use to kind of move along into the next thing Um, i don't get to say mine yeah go for it Jesus, skip right over me. I want to give you some. Oh, more. I thought. All right. All right. What some do you mo- got? Well, obviously Ozark. We we got to talk Ozark. But yes, besides um, that. There's two shows that me and my wife are watching the new episodes every single week right now. One of them Ooh, okay. is, honestly, I will probably watch the finale tomorrow because the finale came out on Wednesday. But that is uh, the Moon Knight show from Disney+. Plus. Which is another Marvel show. That's okay. the Marvel show that has Oscar Isaac, aka Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. plays a a Marvel superhero. That one's okay. really freaking good. The other one, but this is the one I'm really in love with right now. And this is just because this is the game that made me fall in love with first person shooters. Um, oh, I know where you're going. Kind of take a guess. Dude. Yes, go ahead. Halo. Dude. The Halo show is so freaking good. Is it? Can, okay. If I can what, go, I don't. What is it on? Is it on range. Netflix or? It's on Paramount Plus. So the only reason okay. I have Paramount Plus is to watch Halo. But yeah. there's actually a lot of good movies and stuff on Paramount Plus. But I bought it to watch Halo. Fair. Um. But I've because I've been waiting for a Halo TV show since. 2000 right yeah, and they finally came out with one in 2022 did so, you ever have the land parties yes I, we were talking I mean, about this at work yeah. the other day <laughs> back, and back then it was halo 2 right you had you had to walk into your friend's house carrying a crt television dude i remember and they when... were too massive because you didn't want to it carry was a big exciting TV. times when you could play like 16 people together oh, like you yeah. could get four xboxes hook them all up <laughs> and it was awesome like uh yeah that was a good time i remember back in the day having about seven or eight tvs in my yeah. friend's living room oh yeah all connected through a land switch and just f- going nuts and all sitting there swearing at each other as you're killing each other accusing each other of looking at the other person's screen Screen watchers yep yep halo just a massive part of my early gaming adventure and then on top of that i read all the books back then because i loved it so much so i knew the story and then i'm watching the show and the show is actually following the story in most at least loosely following it. And so I know there's a lot of purists that are mad that like things aren't perfect, but I'm like, the show's good. Stop yeah. complaining. It's so good. So, I haven't watched it. I don't know that I will, but that's one of those. Sounds interesting. 
Oh. I, I would wait till it's on something other than Paramount Plus. If you're not worried about watching it immediately, then you can just binge it and it'd be yeah. awesome. Um, there, there's another show that was kind of interesting. Did you watch uh, The Wheel of Time? Yes. Loved Wheel of Time. Really so, good. I can't wait for the next season. That was Season 2 is going to be awesome. And there are like It's very Game of Thronesy of like Yes. It's it's kind of that same sort of show, but yeah, it's it's really good. Highly recommend. You are, you seem to be up on the Amazon shows. So have you watched Upload? No. No? Oh, so good. Season 2 just came out like a couple months ago. Season one was, you know, last year. It's the show where the uh, when you die, you can pay to upload your consciousness to a computer, and then you live on this resort in a computer world. But you can still like make calls to the real world. It's so good. It's a comedy. So it's it's like thirty minute episodes, but it's a comedy. But it's also like the main overarching storyline is really good. So you get. You get funny throughout the episode, but it also progresses the overall story. It's it's really good. Interesting. So, right. If you've not watched Upload, check it out. Okay. And yeah, that's... Are, are you ready to talk Ozark? Yes, let's talk Ozark. Okay. So spoilers are... I mean, let, let's I would say make it four minutes. All right. Four minutes works. Four minutes. You can skip ahead. Four <coughs> minutes. If you haven't seen Ozark, if you whatever but for the next four minutes we're going to talk Ozark uh, finale and just mm-hmm. kind of final season uh well that happened can I just say that I feel like they killed what's her face for shock value and it really didn't make the story better I so I full on thought that Wendy was going to die in the final episode. That if was they my did prediction. That for the shock in. value, I would have been actually happy about it. <laughs> right, yeah. She's kind of a bitch. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, when uh why am I drawing a blank on her name? Uh Ruth. Ruth. I kept wanting to say Rose. I'm like, no, she's a terrible character in Star Wars. <laughs> uh when Ruth when Ruth died, I wasn't really surprised because I fully expected it in a way. When when she killed Javi, like you kind of knew that it was coming. Like there was just so much setup for it, with him telling her, like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Like, is this really something you want to do?" And she, just how bounded she was, like, "Yeah, basically, whatever it takes, whatever the cost is, I'm going to kill this bastard." And it it was kind of some foreshadowing there that. She, she'll pay the price for it and she don't mind paying the price for it. And you saw in the end, she didn't mind paying the price for it. Like, she's like, do it, whatever. And it was like, things were going too well for her. Like, you knew it was coming. It was just, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's one character in that show that I feel sorry for the absolute most. And I'm curious if you can guess who it is. Once you get back. One character is the sob story of that entire show. Oh, my nose is running. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Terribly annoying. Um, 
He's not on the screen character? a lot. He's not on the screen a lot. He was a lot on the screen a lot in the last three episodes. You talking about uh, the investigator? No, I'm talking about three. 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 Three characters? No, his name is Three. That was his nickname on the show. Ruth's, uh, what's his face? His brother? The one Ruth killed Javi over? Oh. His brother, whose entire family is now dead? Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one left alive, like, over the entire series of that show, his entire family was killed off? Well, I assume he inherited all of Ruth's shit, All of Ruth's though. good. So, well, so, you know, would you rather have money or your family? That's the Well, yeah, but he had, he's going to end up fine. Like, it's whatever. He's going to have that maybe, badass He might be better off. With a mob mob guy buried at the bottom of it. Like, he's fine. Um, I, I do see your point. Um, God, I was the, hoping Wendy was going to die. I guess like, the, the God, reason she's I... she's a terrible person. If you were thinking like a director, I guess the reason that the reasoning that makes sense that they killed off Ruth was because she had finally managed to shed all of her past by that point, getting her yep. record expunged. She had yep. money to do what she wanted to, to break the cycle of her family, yep. her family's problems and all that other stuff. And, and then, ultimately she couldn't escape her past. Yeah. I mean, so, that's kind of as a writer, it makes sense as me wanting her to get those things. I was angry. Yeah. So, anyways, sure. it was good. I loved the show. Uh, oh, another that's, one last thing. That's four Not minutes. That it matters. This isn't about Ozarks. This is another show okay. that I haven't started watching, but recently restarted back up in their last season. And I don't know if you watched this show, but that's uh, Better Call Saul. So I haven't seen it. That's obviously oh. the Breaking Bad spinoff from it's with the lawyer. So from... good. I haven't okay. seen episode. I haven't seen season five yet. It just started. God, there are that many seasons of it. Ago. Yeah, this is the last season too. Is the show so, really that good? Oh, it's friggin' amazing. He's I love he it. seems like such a boring character. I was kind of like, eh, I don't really care. What? Like, you know what? When they announced it, same thing. But okay. they have written such a crazy like story of how he got to be the sleazy lawyer because he's not the sleazy lawyer throughout the show. So this is a prequel. Like it talks about how he became the sleazy lawyer. Yes. That's how he starts off as that catches my interest. I didn't realize that starts off as his normal name. And like by the end, he becomes Saul Goodman. So nice. Okay. Now I'll have to put that on the list. And apparently from what I heard in this final season, uh, What's his face? Eisenberg and yeah. uh, Jesse make an appearance in this season. Ooh, interesting. That'd okay. be cool. Nice. That'll be fun. Cool. All right, man. Well, um, I guess we'll move along to this is basically going to be the sports section. And yeah. uh, something happened last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL draft. So. Uh, if you don't like the draft, I'm sorry, guys. You can skip ahead to the open topic because I think that'll be pretty pretty fun. But um, so what a crazy draft! Like, dude, it was nuts. The whole thing in well, so many ways. Round. Yeah, and 
All right, so go ahead. Lions had the oh. second pick, and so many people wanted them to take Malik, Malik Wallace with that pick. And Malik Wallace ends up going in the middle of the third round. I am so glad they were not dumb and took, took Malik Willis. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. The, it would so have been topic, Lions thing to take someone who would have otherwise went into the third round. Instead, we took the consensus number over number one overall pick because the Jaguars decided to take some random person that shot up the boards in the last week. That was so, surprising. Actually, no, yeah. that wasn't surprising. Jaguars, Jaguars. take Tavon yeah. Walker, which leaves Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, who's like the biggest all-around like yep. pass-rushing, run-stopping lineman there was in this draft and he stays in michigan and goes to the Lions. so i was freaking stoked yeah um so they got they got aiden hutchinson and we have then we had the 32nd pick because we had the rams pick from the uh matthew stafford trade okay yep but then like pick 12 comes up and they're like the lions are on the clock and i was like how in the hell are the lions on the clock at number 12 Instead of 32. And I'm like, please do not tell me they traded one of their first rounds from next year and this year to get this pick. And it turns out it was like the best fleecing of the Vikings you could ever do. They traded a fourth round, their 34th pick and the 32nd pick. So a, the end of the first, the beginning of the second and a fourth round pick and got the 12th pick and the 46th pick. So they essentially, they moved up 20 spots and moved down uh, 22 10. spots in the second round. Yeah, 10 spots. So 12 yeah. spots, whatever. Um, Massive trade. And then they well, pick Jamison Williams, the wide receiver from... Uh, right. Uh, who would he play on? So it, isn't it bizarre? So the Vikings are a really bizarre story that neutral manager... And he made trades with both two division rivals, the Lions and the Packers, yeah, both so of which freaking confusing. who moved up to get a wide receiver. And they don't have any quarterbacks. So, like, who's going to cover these guys? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> we'll see. Um, it's so... I don't understand the Vikings. They're like, yeah, let's get some more picks. Let's just keep moving down and I mean, we'll I'm make fine our division teams. Yeah, we're fine with it. The, Any the Vikings fan the would be like, thing. They why traded... would you let the, our divisional opponents get better? Right. While moving back to get less better players. So the Packers had players. two second round picks, mid and late-ish, and they traded both of those to move up, what, 10 or 12 spots, I think, on their first pick, basically. Uh, up to the second pick of the second round to take Christian Watson, the wide receiver from uh, North Dakota State, I believe. Um, he looks good. Yeah, I like Christian Watson. He 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 was a guy that I think like <coughs> most Packers people were kind of hoping we would get just because he was likely value wise able to still be there uh, on one of their picks. Um, so that was pretty good. And it was actually nice that they actually felt confident enough and liked him enough. According to the, you know, whatever the trade value chart is, the Vikings got the better deal as far as trade value. 
But obviously, if Watson's even a pretty good receiver, then it's a great trade for the Packers. So I was pretty happy with it. I like what I've seen from the guy for sure. And, I mean, I ain't mad about it at all. The Packers took uh, two two uh, players from Georgia in the first round from their defense, a uh, D-lineman and a linebacker, Quay Walker, I think is a great idea since they just signed uh, Campbell. They just re-signed their inside linebacker. So adding someone next to him I think is going to be pretty big, especially a guy that they feel that good about taking in the first round. So um I'm I'm super happy with the draft. Like I I can't recall a Packers draft in which like so many people were like, "Yes, this is fantastic." Like people are always bitching about the Packers draft. Like uh, fans, beat writers, whatever, but the overall consensus is like people are pretty damn happy, which is just bizarre. I just looked over Especially the list after of the this Packers offseason. picks. And they si- they picked three wide receivers over the course of the draft. I am not they surprised did. considering they had nothing, but I didn't realize they had signed that many. They got my boy still. Hmm. Alan Lazard. Don't, don't Isn't he the that. number one now? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty excited. I hope that goes well. We'll see. All right. Yeah. yeah the, if, if ever you wanted him to have a chance, this is it. So if he does this not do it, anything, man. people can't say he didn't have a chance. I totally agree, one hundred percent. I mean, well, that's a guy I, I've talked about on this podcast before. Like, even recommending in fantasy football, like pick yourself up some Alan Lazard, and we'll we'll see, we'll see. I I hope I'm right. I'm I'm excited about the opportunity ahead. Um, just we'll see, man. All right, so. The biggest thing uh, I wanted to talk about with that draft is this. And I don't remember this ever being a thing. It, and that's the quarterback era, especially. Seriously, it's there were talk of so many quarterbacks to go into go in the first round. They had Desmond Ritter, they had Sam Howell, Malik Willis, um, Kenny Pickett. Well, there have been a lot of people talked about how this is like a weak draft and for for quarterbacks, we draft yeah, for quarterbacks because yeah, yeah. like Jordan Love, who the Packers obviously took last year in a very controversial move, um, like there were talks about him possibly getting traded just because, like, he's probably better than any of the quarterbacks in this draft. Like, it's not a strong <laughs> quarterback draft at all. It's just so bizarre. Well, it's funny because that's just the talking heads on the radio and on uh, ESPN and all everything are like, well, you know, this person, this quarterback could be taken at this pick in the first round. And they all talked them all up because that's just normal in the NFL, which is where that the uh, NFL scouts take over because there was one quarterback taken (sighs) in the first round. And that was um, that was Kenny Pickett for the Steelers. And then it took all the way to the middle of the third round before Malik Willis was picked, as well as uh, Desmond Ritter in the third. And then another quarterback was taken in the uh, fifth, and another 
quarterback was taken in the sixth, and that only that meant only six total QBs were taken in this draft. Overall, the entire thing, and only one in the first Wait, two rounds. Do you know when the last draft was that uh, only six quarterbacks were taken? I, I have no idea. I was trying to find that on uh, on the stats websites that I usually look at, and I could not even find it. I think the last time I remember one quarterback possibility going in the draft was when Rodgers. That's the last one that sticks out in my mind because I believe one quarterback was taken before Rodgers, and then Rodgers was taken, what, 28th or something? So that made two that year. Crazy. I think that was the last time I can remember, but I could be completely wrong on that even. I don't remember anything like this, like at all. Jack Cohen, uh, Carson Strong, so Nevada's quarterback, Notre Dame's quarterback, two that were Matt Corral, uh, several quarterbacks that were supposed to go high with the other ones, didn't even get drafted. Got signed as undrafted quarterbacks. It's It was crazy. Okay, and hold then on. the part that... I, I don't think you're correct. Hold on. So I am looking this up. This is drafthistory.com. Mm-hmm. It shows that there were three quarterbacks taken in the seventh round. Three quarterbacks taken? In, who was taken in the seventh round? Uh, Chris uh, Oladokun, Skylar Thompson, I've heard of him, and Brock Purdy, have not heard of. Hmm. Maybe this website just decided the seventh round didn't matter. That's what I was looking at. Because I was trying to find the recap. And it said only six. So, I mean, I guess that makes nine, which just still seems very low. Okay, so the last time that there were nine or less quarterbacks taken in a draft mm-hmm. was 2015. Crazy. Uh, and what was and the here are all the quarterbacks. Who was the, the quarterbacks from the, that year? Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Garrett oh, Grayson... No Sean Mannion, Bryce Petty, Brett Hundley, and Trevor Simeon. Wow. Not no a great draft. Yeah. I mean, when when Crab Legs is the best you got. I say Jay, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota are the only two that are really still playing. Does Simeon still play? I don't think so. Haven't Funny, too, because forever. he's like after multiple of them. That's Dude, the... I, I don't see another draft. You have to go all the way back to 1998 in which you find eight quarterbacks drafted. What year was... Um... And guess, guess who the number one overall pick was in 1998? 1998? Peyton Manning? Qu- <laughs> Holy shit, good guess. Yes, sir. Yep. Nice. That was... Dang. That's crazy. Pretty good guess. I, I, I didn't know what year he was drafted. I just figured that was around the time he probably got yeah. drafted. Good guess. Nice. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that is just crazy. And then the other part to it was that there was such a big run on wide receivers that when the Packers didn't take a wide receiver in the first round while everyone was running through wide receivers, that really surprised me too. But, I mean, I guess it made sense at the end when they got Christian Watson in the second round on a trade up. But when I didn't know that they had a pick to use on a wide receiver, that was throwing me all sorts of off. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, well, you messaged me after the first round and was like, "So how you feel about the Packers getting a wide receiver?" So who and, are they going to throw to? I don't even yeah. know who their tight end is. And then I only well, knew Alan Lazard as their receiver. Apparently, they tried to trade back up at the end of the first round um, mm. and weren't able to, and ultimately ended up getting the Vikings to bite, and that's how they traded up into the early second round, which tells me they probably thought pretty highly of Christian Watson because that was probably going to be their guy, obviously. Um, <coughs> so, given that they got a guy that they still really wanted... I mean, I'm I'm very happy with it. He was a guy that I thought was a pretty good chance for them to get. But, geez Louise, like, there was, um... It, it, was, it was weird because I was not expecting that many wide receivers to go and went, like, the top 15. Like, there was a run of, like, six wide receivers or something that happened so quick. Let's yeah, see, uh, you had... Uh, at yeah. 8, 10, 11, 12, 16, 18, like, the, those all, like, it happens so fast. Yeah, that's, them and defensive ends are pretty much what filled up the, uh, yeah, the first round for no, for having no, um, for having no quarterbacks really taken. Those defensive ends and those quarter wide receivers. And, and that's a good so point. Nice Not having a lot of quarterbacks to really pick from in this draft really kind of changed the way things work. And, you know, I kind of wonder how much that factored into the way the draft ended up going as far as, you know, that run on wide receivers and just all the defensive players. I mean, how many Georgia players got picked in the first round? I mean, the Packers picked they two. They set a record. And... Yeah, a record it's for the crazy. entire draft with sixteen players taken. In Holy the draft. hell! Really? God, that is insane. Yeah, absolutely nuts. I think one yeah. of my other favorite things about the first round was the. Uh, did you see the video of Sean McVay doing the interview when the Patriots pick was announced? Huh. Oh, it's hilarious. So he's sitting there talking with his offensive coordinator, like doing an interview about their pick. Or not about their pick because they didn't have a first-round pick. They were just doing an interview. And they announced that the Patriots had selected Cole Strange, a guard out of Tennessee Chattanooga. And Sean McVay looks at the screen and his offensive coordinator goes, hey, the Patriots just took Cole Strange. And he he literally laughed in the interview laughed at the Patriots and goes, wow, we were looking at him at 104. I guess we won't be picking him. <laughs> and nice. it's, everyone just is obliterating nice. Sean McVay be- and, and the Patriots because they're like, wow, <clears throat> scouts had him at 100 available at the 104th pick. And the Patriots were like, we're going to pick him now. The, the Which Patriots the Patriots also... do all the time and always <laughs> seem to hit. <laughs> exactly yeah so yeah patriots not the team i would laugh at uh about weird picks they did draft a guy by the name of tom brady maybe you've heard of him um yeah not in the first round that was yeah definitely not in the first round but still nonetheless so georgia had what did i just uh let's see 15 players According to this still. 
Yeah, they had, let's see, they had one, two, three, four. They had five players in the first round. That's freaking nuts. I mean, it's just. Yeah, so I got a, I got a list here. They have five players in the first round, two in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, four in the sixth. Crazy. That's impressive. It's absolutely insane. Yep. And you know what? I'm looking at the these, the first round ones. I would have taken by name any of them except Lewis Sign, who was the defensive back the Vikings took. The rest of them, all people I knew, all that were very highly regarded. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. That's insane. All right. So, uh... I think that covers our sports talk for the night. Now we've entered the dark ages and we have to wait another, uh, we've entered the dark ages and we're going to have to wait another three to four months before we hear anything from the NFL. Yeah. No joke. Uh, Nothing happens during this period. It's quite boring. Good news is you won't have to wait long to hear from us because we have some blue microphones that are picking up the sound of this podcast fantastically well. So if you Sounds did amazing. not know, this podcast is sponsored by Blue Microphones, who we have been using their products the entire time we have been doing this show, this oh, podcast, yes. or just Absolutely. working together in general. So thank you to Blue Microphones for sponsoring us all this time. They make great microphones, great projects. Understatement. If you, even if you don't use their microphones... The Compass Boom Arm works for Amazing. all types of microphones, and it's yes. the best one I've ever had. So, um, it's the best one on the market. Stuff. Oh, one hundred percent. This thing is never had to worry about it ever. Um, it's sexy too. It's survived one move. It's been put on at least nice. three or four different desks. It's the thing's durable. So the hell yeah, it is. No doubt. I love it. So if you want to if you want to love some blue microphone products, go to crew.bluemic.com slash SOPod to enjoy uh, their awesome stuff and let them know that we sent you there because you are going to love whatever you get and we would love for you to uh, show some support that way. No doubt. Totally agree. Great stuff. Well. All right. Well, eventually we're going to have to come up with a full out you know what's funny is like i'm we're for everyone out there listening to this we're still trying to find a post swaga identity now we hope that you are enjoying tonight's show um please give us all the feedback you can as critical as you can be and like be honest because we want to know like if you're still listening to the podcast you're you're obviously listening because you find us at least moderately entertaining or mildly entertaining somewhere in that realm, uh, beyond Swaga. So, uh, we would love your feedback on how you like this format of the show. Uh, what you guys would maybe like to hear from. Um, I think the open topic is going to be kind of interesting getting into maybe more personal type things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, rather than necessarily covering something, but yeah, y'all's feedback is going to 
helps so much in kind of driving this podcast into whatever it is now because we're not exactly sure and y'all aren't exactly sure either and that's perfectly okay yes we are fine with hearing what you guys like and don't like about the finer points of uh us finding our footing so go ahead and let us know but um yeah so we're going to move on to a third topic we've already covered some entertainment stuff, some sports stuff, and now we're just going to talk about whatever we want. So, sounds good. I we'll like start. It. Why don't we start with yours? Because I know that this was the first thing that was even mentioned in our discussions earlier today. It's so I just this is kind of coming from a personal spot that I'm at in my life. We are a little over six months into having a child, which has been a hell of an experience. Um, Our house is crazy. Uh, My -hmm. wife and I both work. Um, I mean, we both work pretty much all day during the day. Her parents watch the baby during the day, but we have animals. We have three dogs. We have two cats. We have a baby. Our house is insane all the time. Anytime we're here. How in the hell are you supposed to manage your time? Like, we, we've we kind of got a little bit of a groove as far as putting the baby down at night and feeding her what her schedule is and playing with her and that sort of stuff. But it's like, so we've kind of been trying to manage as much as we can. A few things that I've kind of been doing lately, um, trying to make small habits have habitual changes that will make things better for myself. So I've been setting my coffee maker to start making coffee at five thirty. So I have to get up at five thirty, otherwise I'm gonna be drinking cold coffee. I hate cold coffee. Mm. And I wanna get up, I can go have my coffee, I can get ready. I've been getting up like 5.30, 5.45 every morning. Not every morning, but several, like three to four nights a week, getting up super early, going, having my coffee, working out, trying to get, get a workout in because I've been terrible about staying in shape. It's hard to find time to work out when you have a kid because yeah, it's like, that. I, it's crazy. I get home. I want to play with the baby. Baby goes to sleep 8, 8.30. But it's like all my time is consumed with the baby whenever I get home. So after that, we eat dinner. How much time do you really have to cook dinner? Because I want to see the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cook dinner when the baby's awake. I'd rather wait till the baby goes to sleep. Like, what do you. Are, are there any tips that you have for me to kind of figure out how in the hell to manage my time better? Because. I, I'm I'm kind of lost and confused in all of this. It's so my, it's an experience. My first question to you is what kind of uh as far as your house and how clean it is, what type of person are you? What kind of person am I or what kind of person is my wife or what kind of people are we as a couple? Oh, it's okay, so that question all different answers. describes very similarly <laughs> to me, but I'm curious like the dichotomy so, of your house. So I am a minimalist. Like I like to keep as little stuff as possible. I like to keep my system 
as tight as possible. So before my wife and I got married, which was when she moved in with me, mm-hmm. once we got married, I would leave my uh, like I would do laundry and I would leave my clothes in the dryer because right basically all I wear are my are my work clothes because I I work all the time so. I would always go get my clothes out of the dryer, put them on, and that's like that's how I structured my laundry. Like whenever I did a load of clothes that was um, that was like nice clothes, like I would fold them and hang them up. But I only did that like once every couple of months because I never wear nice clothes. So like, oh, I'm gonna take a shower. Let me walk to the dryer to get a pair of boxers and some and yes, some socks. Exactly. Use it and, like a dresser. Yes, that's exactly how I did it. Now that doesn't work with the wife. So and the baby now, and, and the baby, like there's so much more laundry. So there was a book that I read. Uh, my friend Ashley recommended it to me. She's um, she's like a very organized person, but like I asked her for some book recommendations and she gave me an audiobook. I'm trying to find the name of it. What was it? Um I listened to it very recently and it was really good. Gave me some great ideas that I've I've been trying to kind of use some of them. And it's actually been really helpful. Um God, what was that? It was something about habits. Uh Seven David Lubba Habits of Professional People or whatever it's called. No, that wasn't it. Oh, that's um, a, that's an old book. So if that was it, I would be surprised. But oh, jeez, probably should have wrote this down prior. Um, I'm scrolling through my Audible and trying to find it. So I'm not you? like a habit person. Like that's not something I do. Why is this? Not in my I like to pretend I have habits and then just break them all the time. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's... The reason I asked what type of house you have is because I I grew up in a house where everything had to be clean in my room. My bed had to be made. Nothing was anywhere. There was no messes anywhere, anywhere in my house at all times. When I grew up. Okay. My wife is a complete opposite. I mean, it, there were, you know, ah, piles. What's the book? I found it. Sorry. Um, The book was Atomic Habits by James Clear. Fantastic, by the way. Pretty quick read. Um, Just kind of about, like, small changes that you can do. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of those things I started doing was whenever I get my clothes out of the dryer, I didn't do it yesterday when i took them out i should have but i go take my clothes out of the dryer and rather than putting them on the couch where they will not inconvenience me i either put them in my favorite spot on the couch or i go set them on my side of the bed and at that point i can't sit down on the couch or i cannot go to bed i literally cannot until i take care of the laundry right but then once the laundry's done it's out of the way you're done with it. You don't have to deal with the shit. It's organized. You can quickly find your stuff. And so I've been trying to take some of some just some general things that force myself to be more organized. Um, we've been meal prepping. Like the past two Sundays, we took like two. It took two hours 
we cooked like potatoes, rice, veggies, chicken. I have a griddle, like a big griddle. It's awesome. I love that thing. But you can cook so much freaking food on this thing. Uh, you go out there, cook a bunch of food. We put it in the Tupperware. That way, in the mornings, all we got to do, we grab our lunch. We go. We're saving money because we're not eating out. Mm-hmm. We're eating healthy, which is so much better for you. I mean, in a thousand different ways, obviously. And it saves time. Like, I get so much more work done because I don't have to leave work and go find lunch. Like, I just I throw my stuff in the microwave, uh, keep working. Once the microwave's done, I grab it, I eat it, and then I'm right back to work. It, it, it takes two hours on a Sunday to save, like, I don't know, four or five hours during the week at least. And mm-hmm. not to mention all the money I'm saving. Right. Like... I'm starting to figure out that there are a lot of these sort of things that really do make a big difference and allow me to like if because I'm not a person with like a nine to five ish job like I'm I work in construction like I (laughs) I yeah obviously but like I have to get stuff done like like me taking an hour lunch directly impacts the project that I'm working on. Like I I can't do that. So taking like a 15 minute lunch, I get more done during the day. And therefore I don't feel as bad about leaving at like six o'clock instead of six 30 or whatever. Right. Uh, So I can come home, spend time with the baby or whatever. And it's just, is there what, I guess what have you figured out? Because you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. I'm just now really getting into kind of trying to make habits to make myself more efficient with that sort of stuff. Um, but, damn, it's so hard sometimes. So, first, let me just say that my beard probably wouldn't be this color if I had it figured out at this point. Um, so, I don't know how good my answers will be. But So, like I was saying, my... I grew up in a house where everything was clean all the time. Nothing was a mess. There wasn't like piles of mail on the counter. There wasn't this and that. And I grew up thinking that that's the way a house is supposed to look. Right. My wife didn't complete opposite. You know, (laughs) I'll put all this stuff here and I'll take care of it when I find time, whatever. And that was when we had one kid. Then we have triplets and the, the time crunch goes even further. So, I don't know how healthy this is. I don't, I'm actually curious what my wife as a therapist would say. And if she's not annoyed with it as a therapist, then it probably shouldn't annoy me. But for me, I've gotten to the point where I have to, to find, you have so little time in your life that you have to prioritize what's important and what gives you the most mental peace and keeps your house together, basically. Yeah. So for example, for me, my kids, every day they go to school, they empty their backpacks of all their crap. And it's either on the floor, it's either on the counter, or sometimes it winds up in the garbage can. Drives me freaking crazy. Yeah. But there, my living room is like the, the haven. If the, my living room is dirty, then I, I get anxious, right? I've learned to like pick my yep. battles on everything else. And when I find I have free time. That's a good one for marriage. Pick your battles. Yes, exactly. Well, Holy well, cow. Okay. 
going off this time thing me think wanting everything to be clean and thinking that this okay man and i'm talking quiet because my <laughs> wife hears me trouble this is where i have started to get this idea from if i'm not willing to get up and do it myself why am i mad that she's not you know but i still Dude. always do the same thing where it's like you Dude, left this on like good a, advice so the biggest thing for yeah. me is if you are I used to get all anxious about everything. And the biggest thing for me, as far as time goes, is learning to not get anxious when there's messes and accepting it. And when I take the time and I'm not mentally annoyed, taking the time to fix it and uh, not stressing about things like that. So like the upstairs, the entire upstairs of my house, always a mess. I will go up and clean it knowing full well the next day it'll be a mess but I only do it when I know my kids will do it with me and we get it done. And then I don't think about it for a week or, you know, downstairs, I, we do, we do everything we can to make sure that things are clean, laundry, all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think the biggest thing for me is picking what annoys me and what is important as far as time goes and doing those things. And if I can live with, mail all over the counter because I can't see it when I'm relaxing in the living room because it's in like out in the kitchen. It's like, it doesn't really matter. You know, the biggest thing for me is and you'll get this way probably, or if you haven't already, especially if you have more kids to me, I gave up long ago thinking that my house could ever be clean having four kids. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clean what I can <laughs> to make myself not feel anxious in my own house. And as long as I, I don't... I can't imagine. As long as I don't feel anxious and I can sit and relax without looking to my left and my right and thinking to myself, oh my God, everything is so dirty. How do I live like this? Then that's... Right. I'm fine with it. And then I'll take my time when I get it to clean little things here and there that are my messes or that joy's messes and then just clean them. And then knowing they won't get bigger than they already are, because now I'm conscious of it and I take the time to do it. And I like that your, your atomic havoc books thing was spot on too, because I'd learned something long ago. I was like, if you, if you do something that's going to break your normal habit, um, and cause an inconvenience, as long as it's not something that causes you massive anxiety, it's the perfect way to get yourself to do it, right? Like, for example, when I am sleep, when I w- try to wake up during the day, I cannot wake up when I set my phone on my charger on my nightstand. But when I know I have to yeah. get up for something, if I plug it in across the room, always wake up. That's a good one. I used to do that all the time. Um I don't right now. The coffee maker thing that I mentioned has done a really good job because I love my morning coffee. Mm-hmm. But I used to have to do the same thing. Um, but Julie would get freaking pissed at me because, like, I sleep hard, man. <laughs> I can sleep through my alarm for 20 or 30 minutes, <coughs> and she ain't going to sit there and listen to my phone. Like, when my phone goes off, she kicks me right and basically lets me know that my phone's going off so i can turn it off or get up or whatever but if i'm on the other side of the room then you have to get up you know it's (laughs) right 
Right. And I, I think that is a great habit for getting up. And it's like, you know, morning's the only time I have to work out anymore. I mean, I like, I can't work out at night. I, I just, by the time I get home, see the baby, I eat. By the time I eat, it's like 9, 930. Yeah. Man, I can't. I can't go work out at 10 o'clock at night on a full stomach. You kidding me? I'm like, ain't gonna happen. So, uh, like I've got a, I've got a shop that I have set up as a gym just in my backyard. So it's pretty easy for me to like get up and go to the gym. So I get up, get my coffee. And that, that's something that's important to me. Like I, I need to stay in shape. I need to, you know, do do my best as far as that goes, and I'm not doing a good enough job, but I am making progress and making steps towards that, but you know, it's it's all the other little habits too, like I mentioned. It's like the the food prep. Like we we've done it two weeks now, but I am shocked. I'm absolutely shocked at how much return there is from just taking that time to do that on Sunday evenings. Like it's absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, it gives me so much more time to get stuff done. And most importantly, more time to spend with the kiddo, you know, and getting up in the mornings and working out. Like when Ray wake up the kiddo, like that's when I quit working out. I quit working out. I come inside. I go wake up the baby. Do you own a crock pot? Uh, yeah, we have a crock. You should look up. Often, you should though. look up another thing that's the time saver, and you don't have to do it forever, but it might be helpful when your daughter's smaller. Uh, if you like meal prepping, there are complete websites out there everywhere for full. Yeah. You keep added on to your meal prep on sa- Sunday for an extra two hours. You can make a full week's worth of crock pot meals that you put in a big Ziploc bag and then you pull it out of the freezer, even frozen, drop it into the crock pot in the morning, put it on for all day. And then it's ready to go when you get home at night. That's a good idea. Granted, you start to limit yourself on what you're eating, but crock pot chicken, amazing. Um, A lot of different types of pork you can put in the crock pot with just mixed in cooking all day with, you know, potatoes and carrots and all that beef broth, whatever you put in there. It's just yeah. such good stuff for stuff that doesn't take very long to make. You just cut it all up, put it in a bag and throw it in the crock pot, you know? I may have to look into that. That's a good idea. Cause that's kind of where we saw out a lot of times is on dinner. Cause we just, we don't have time. And you know, I had for uh, dinner to, tonight just just because we didn't have anything prepared. Ooh, I had a grilled ooh. cheese. That's what I ate for dinner, and it's like, know what we had? What did you have? We had ribs. Did you make them? No. I didn't oh, okay. Make them. I was I like, them from Costco. We're, we're talking about time savings and those wings over here. Costco like, ribs are delicious. We had ribs. I, you know, I smothered them. I ripped off the <laughs> membranes this morning. Dude, Costco has so much good food. Yeah. Freaking ribs. The pizza. Were they the pre-made ones? The... Like barbecue sauce and everything already on them? Just throw them. Yeah, they have good. I love Costco. Uh, the wings. We buy like those bags of wings. There, they had. There, there's a. Buffalo sauce I, I get from there. God, I can't remember. 
the primal kitchen the primal kitchen buffalo sauce is freaking fabulous nice um but i'll use that with we'll buy like bag of wings from costco we eat that a lot too because it's easy you ever you know, bought their just... pre-made uh chicken pot pie that's like this <laughs> i have it. it's like that what you can see my hands it's like that wide I think it's awesome. If you go into like the pre-made really? meal area, they have a pot pie that is freaking delicious. I'll have to check that and out. Yeah, it's I, I it's good really to it. eat when you cook it in the oven, and it's good to cut off pieces out of your fridge and heat up for leftovers for two or three days. It is amazing. The chicken pot pie, top notch. They also have taco kits. They have uh, I like the pizza, the pre-made pizzas they have at Costco. I just love Costco. Why? I it's amazing. Obviously, we have finally talked to someone who said they don't do. Kirkland doesn't do uh, sponsorships, but man, the the way we talk about Costco and the love in our voices, it's amazing that Costco has never been a thing on the show. Oh, but yeah, time. Time savings is always hard for me because I have no time. And what little time I do, it's either sleeping, taking care of kids, and either cleaning and working on the house or doing something for myself. And a lot of times I just stop and decide to do something for myself to entertain myself because I just could not live being a working body 24-7. So. And, and something else is weird for you is your schedule. Like you yeah. work at night, you work the worst schedule to then have to deal with kids and stuff during the day. So I, I can't even imagine the all, all the Monday, scheduling issues that you have there. Sunday night to Wednesday morning, you can scratch me from existence because it's 12 hours of work every night and then sleep. And yeah. if I, if I have any, I don't never have any extra time in there because I yep. get home from work, go straight to sleep. By the time I wake up, either the kids just got home from school and I'm about to leave or the kids are at my parents' house and I'm not, to, it's the entire second half of the week is the only time I do anything as a dad, basically. Right. And like everything I'm just talking about is a huge factor in why this podcast is becoming what it is like i i just like i literally don't don't have time for swag out like it just it 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 takes too much time away from other things that are just exponentially more important you know right. um so yeah all right so you had a couple topic ideas here I like both of these. Well, it's funny because it kind of it kind of went off my entertainment topic and one of the shows on it. So it it spurred this question. Um, okay, interesting. Well, it's kind of a twofold question. The first part of the question is, what's the coolest place that you've ever been and why? What did you? What was the the one place you've ever been on like a vacation or traveled to that you was your favorite place? Um, favorite or coolest the coolest place I've ever been to is Green Bay Wisconsin is it and there was like 18 inches of snow I was saying, it was did very you eat a lot cool. of cheese what, what made it I had some cheese okay 
If you've ever been to Wisconsin, the cheese curds are everywhere, and God, they're good. I love cheese curds, man. I could eat cheese curds for breakfast. I could eat them for a snack. I could eat them for lunch. <laughs> I could eat them for late lunch. I could eat them for brunch. I could eat them for dinner. I don't cheese care. curds I don't are cheese curds. Awesome. God, they're so good. Oh my goodness! If you have them on your cheese menu, curds. I'm probably ordering. I, yeah, that's going to happen for sure. Yeah, so good. Um, All right, so the actual, Green Bay is really cool. Like, going to Lambeau Stadium and seeing all that, like, it is a really, really cool vibe. It's a small town deal with, like, like one big event that happens every every week. It's amazing. I love Green Bay. Um, But the coolest place I've ever been to... Ooh, thought I had an answer, but that's I'm reconsidering. I this is I haven't been to a ton of cool places. Though. I was about to say this has spurred another question for me for you. Um, you went to Hawaii since we've been podcasting, right? That's probably the coolest place I've been. To. I was like, I knew that was that was probably on your list somewhere, at least in the yeah, top that's pro- three. That's probably got to be my answer. It. Uh, we went to Maui and uh, Jesus Christ, that place is beautiful. Oh my God. It's so pretty. That's where we went for our honeymoon and holy cow. It is, it's, it's indescribably beautiful. It's just the weather's perfect. There's so much to do. Everything's beautiful. It's, it is absolutely stunning. As I was say, I can tell you, I am all about that island life. As long as the island can get internet, and with Starlink, that's becoming a massive possibility. Yeah, um, it is. For sure. I, Me and my wife have talked about when we are of retirement age, moving to an island <laughs> and just hanging out there. Not a terrible idea. Because some of these islands, especially in like the Virgin Islands, um, have some really decent prices on houses yeah. and really nice ones. Yep. And you're on yep. a freaking island in the Caribbean. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, this, so this is why I asked the other question that came to mind. How many other countries have you been to? Uh, if any. I'm not. I'm not sure what the technical answer is. I've only been out of the country once, technically, and it was when I went on a cruise with the sultry female. Uh, I think you babysat my Swaga account wherever I went. Ah, yes, uh, but I we went that. to like, yeah, we went to like Cozumel, Belize, and I can't remember the other place. That was super fun, though. That that was a blast. That's the only time I've ever been out of the United States. What about you? Me, on the other hand, have been literally everywhere, at least on the uh, Pacific Ocean side, being in the Navy and all. Um, Good for travel, the Navy. So when you were starting to answer the question, I'm like, I was like, oh, you know what? I just didn't really realize that or think about the fact of how lucky I am to have 
seen so many places in my life. Um, yep. But it's funny because it... Don't take it for granted. It's funny because it really boils back down to one of my favorite places I've ever been still being in the United States. So I would say the craziest place that I've ever been. And one of the places I will never forget what it was like is Tokyo, Japan. Oh, I've heard. Tokyo, Japan is one of the most interesting places in the world. I rode the trains. We rode the trains to get to Tokyo from, uh, uh, Shibuya, Shibuya. Uh, no, what was the name of the base? Anyways, we rode from the Navy base to Tokyo on the train, which you know, nut to butt on the train the entire time. Super obnoxious. But uh, if you've ever seen the picture of the six-way crossing in Tokyo, where there's six different crosswalks and they all go at the same time. So like the, oh, it's just yeah. a sea of humanity. Yeah. That was one of the biggest memories I have in the Navy because of the fact that in the Navy, if you are, if you get separated or you show back up to the ship without your Liberty buddy, you're the friend you're supposed to be out and being safe with, you get in massive trouble. And, I literally had to hold hands with a grown man in the middle of Tokyo to make sure that the all the people crossing the street didn't separate us because there were so many people I couldn't even see the person's whose hand I was holding. It was fucking Jeez. crazy. And then on top of that they had all the elect- all those cool electronic shops there in Tokyo, all the freaking delicious food. Tokyo was one of the coolest. So all places. that stuff's real. Yeah. It's crazy. Literally crazy. Nice. Japan is a very cool, cool place. Um, but the my f- I would love to go to Japan. That place looks pretty awesome. My favorite place we ever went when I was in the Navy um, was Homer, Alaska. Of all places. Okay. Alaska is another place I could see myself living when I retired because... It's just such a cool place. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's in the summer. It's not as bad as you would think it is. I'm sure the winter is absolutely terrible. But I went there in June to Homer, Alaska. There were literally only two hours of the day that were dark, and it was only yeah. dark from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. The rest of the day, so 22 hours of the day, the sun is shining brightly. Um, That's just hard to believe. Amazing hiking, amazing. So for a person like me that doesn't sleep or is up all night, you would feel like you're working a regular schedule. You know, like like there's so many cool things. But then all the fishing, the glaciers, the wildlife, they even have breweries, wineries, meaderies, all that kind of stuff. Even in that yep. small town of Alaska, it was awesome. Interesting. Homer, Alaska is probably my one of my favorite places I've ever been in the world. Interesting. Makes me want to go. I've always wanted to go to Alaska anyway. It just it looks like a lot of fun and... Uh, yeah, I've I've got to go up there sometime. Looks incredible. Um, well, it's funny because the the my wife, her brother, and his wife they went up there last year, I think, and they had a great time. They loved it. So. I can imagine. There's a lot of stuff to do there. Well, it, it, yeah. the craziest part is we're pulling in on our ship, 
and we're out standing on the the flight deck waiting to throw over the the lines to anchor or not anchor but more and as we're just cruising through the bay pulling into homer alaska there's a freaking bald eagle just flying above us above the flight deck just chilling and i'd never seen a bald eagle in my life it's like oh this is our bird of this country right yeah america where i've never seen one they don't now we're talking and the entire time I was there, they were literally everywhere. If you ever been to like a seaport town or like I lived in San Diego for a long time, seagulls everywhere. Up in Homer, Alaska, there were no seagulls. It was freaking bald eagles everywhere. They were the seagulls, really? bald eagles. Like if you went fishing really? and you left your fish on the pier, an eagle would swoop down and take that shit. I mean, if if a bird's going to take my shit, I'd rather it be a bald eagle. I mean, I, I'm not fighting a bald eagle. I will punch a seagull in the face, but they, those massive... Yes. Or a goose. Actually, I ain't going to punch a goose. I'll the probably goose run like will a hold a grudge. they're assholes. And it will come back. Yeah. They're mean. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was That's Homer, funny. Alaska. Definitely one of my favorites. So, your your next question is fantastic. Where would you go... Uh, or where would you like to go that you haven't been to and why? You want me to answer first? Don't mind. All right. Uh, mine is very simple. I've been all over the Middle East. I've been all over the Asian countries. I've been so tons of Asian countries, a lot of Middle Eastern countries, never been to Europe. And which is funny because my favorite history stories and history periods are the Roman Empire. <laughs> so for me, I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Rome. And that's where I want to visit to see all that stuff. Holy shit. We have the same answer. Yeah. That is my answer. And it's not even remotely. Close. No, dude. Like, there's so it, much cool history. Yeah. I want to go see the Colosseum. Mm-hmm. Like, the the leaning tower of pisa all the cool stuff the the vatican mm-hmm. um th- there's so much stuff in that area we were going to go there last year but my wife got pregnant and so we couldn't and covid and all that crap i don't know one of these days maybe we'll go but i want to go to rome so freaking bad so like it yeah, that's that is like way up there on the to do list. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but it's got. I have to survive long enough to go. That's my goal. My mine. It does. It looks. Mine amazing. will probably happen in let's see, twelve years. That's what I'll guess. Twelve <laughs> years. That's about when all the triplets will be eighteen, and so I nice. or no, they'll be nineteen at that point, and then I can just. I'm like, no, you're going to pay for your ticket? I like it. You're not paying for your ticket. Okay, well, me and your mom are going, and you're old enough to stay here alone. So, <laughs> adios, amigo. I uh, love it. I love it. I think the only other... Yeah, that's crazy. I think the only other answer I have is uh, England, and the only reason is because my grandpa was born in England and grew up there until I think he was eight or nine and then moved to the U.S. 
So I think it would be super cool to go to England and find the house that my grandpa grew up in. Oh, that'd be cool. Because be my dad cool. knows where it is and what the address is. So all I would have to do is get that information. And then nice. when I was there, just go hang out and take a picture in front of it or something. That'd be cool. So. That'd be really cool. That's crazy. Then you can see Big um, Ben and, you know, all the cool, uh, what is it, the... That four-way bridge thing that they have in England. Lots of cool shit. Uh, I would like to go see the pyramids in Egypt, and I would like to go to the place you mentioned earlier, Japan. Uh, I do think uh, my wife's mom used to live in uh, Norway. So that would be pretty cool to go go see there um but nothing else is as close to rome i just i could see my i'd be fine without the other i could see myself as a retired adult wanting to if they ever do like the summer olympics in a place that is like a destination in europe i would totally go hang out at the olympics for a week in europe because A, I get to watch sports, and B, I get to check out Europe. Yep. So if there's not a sport I want to watch that, that day, then cool. I'll just go freaking check the tourist traps. Totally fair. So yeah, no bad idea. Awesome. Well, you want to save the the trivia as a something we can do on a different one. Yeah, that, that sounds good. We'll save trivia. We'll, I'm actually uh, surprised we'll the three whole... topic idea lasted an hour and 50 minutes if i'm being yeah, honest <laughs> i did not think it would we're pretty wordy so yeah i don't I know why too surprised i don't know why i ever doubt us talking we're very good at i know it, me either know? it don't make any sense um here's what i think we should do so like i said i have got a trivia game i have got a trivia book both star wars I may need to set up the office so that the sultry female can come join and she can be the questionnaire mm-hmm. and we can do a three person trivia round. Nice. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be fun. Who's the third person? The sultry female. Oh. So she asked the questions and We're we try to answer them? Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant a three that, contender. That, that way, no. The, see, that makes the most sense to me because yeah. if you're answer, asking the questions, the only person answering is me. So, I got exactly. It. Not, yeah. Got it. That sounds. So cool. then we, there could be a competition going on. And you got topics <laughs> in between, so we'll, we'll see if maybe we can work that out for next week or the week after and do a Star Wars trivia episode. That would be fun. That would be fun. All right, cool. Well, do we have anything else? I think that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for checking right. out the episode this week, despite it not being Swiggos. If you have any feedback for us, hit us up in the Discord, discord.me slash Shattered Orders, and let us know what Absolutely. you thought. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of uh, the Shattered Order podcast. So. There you go. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Well- Catch you next week. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be back next week and we will uh, see you then. So as far as this week goes, thanks for listening and 
And later. There you go. Later.